Okay, so we're joined today by a very special guest on Bird Road, actually probably the highest profile guest that we've ever had on the show, um, following following his own, his or her, not really sure of the gender of our next guest, and I don't want to misgender him or her, uh, but obviously we're in a very unique moment in American culture. Um, there's a, a, a reckoning that's happening. There's a, a, uh, a, a, a come-to-Jesus moment for a lot of men specifically men who have treated um, others very badly during their career. And, and we saw that play out again this week with um, the, uh, the the revelations of, of uh, GOP candidate, uh, congressional candidate Denver Riggleman um, posting erotica about uh, a specific um, subsection of erotica focusing specifically on Bigfoot. We, we're lucky enough to be joined by... Uh, Mr. or Mrs. Bigfoot today here in the studio. H- how are you? How are you doing following this um, trying time? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it sounds like you're a man. Um, I don't want to yes. intrude, though. <laughs> you are a man. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> this isn't yes. the first time. This isn't the first time you've been embroiled in uh, in controversy, is it? I guess not. Specifically, I'm thinking of uh, all of the, you know, incidents that you've had in the past of eating um eating carcasses off of the road and being photographed and they were very state. good i liked them so i do right what um what i think has not been captured in most of your photography uh the the, the amateur photos that people have taken of you that 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 um con- congressman uh <laughs> future congressman riggleman seemed to capture was just you know, really like your girth and your, and your length. Um, it was, did you see the, first of all, did you see the pictures that the Congressman posted it? And second of all, are they true to form? It's good picture. I like. Okay. <laughs> good, good shit. Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what do, do you Why feel? Laugh? I, I, I am, it's maybe a nervous laughter, I suppose. I, I feel offended on your behalf because I'm just wondering, do you feel like you've been taken advantage of or, or objectified um, by these erotica pictures? No, I, I enjoy, I enjoy being seen. Normally I don't get seen, but I get seen. I like so did you pose for these pictures or were these like, do you think that these were drawn from memory? Well, obviously I didn't, I didn't pose. I mean, these are drawings. They're not really pictures or drawings. Well, I understand. I was out though. I understand night. the difference between of, of you know, of a, a photo captured uh, piece of photography as opposed to. Um, I don't, a, a I don't know. Picture. I don't know what you know out there. I only know what I know out here. Um, so, but you, you haven't answered my question though. I mean, is, is there something within you that, that maybe, even if it's not you specifically who feels, um, targeted or, or maybe, uh, objectified in some way, like maybe for young Bigfoots who don't even, you know, who, who aren't even ready for, for this kind of attention yet, you know, doesn't this perpetuate harmful stereotypes for them? Well, it's true about our you know what, uh, but that's Your that's feet. just how that's just how we are. Your feet, that they're big. Uh, 
I'm talking about, of course, what they censored in the drawings of me. Oh, like a lot of the replies so that people's um, people's who are replying wouldn't get, uh, uh, wouldn't get identified. I'm talking about the thing, the thing that uh, that the, the big part, the really big part. Ah, your head. Yes, yes, that's right. Your dickhead. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the, the head of your the head like, of your fat. I like that. <laughs> you know, I really like. I don't know. You just seem like a real fun kind of kind of guy. You know, I'm just like kind of wondering. I'm a good what, guy. Like, yeah, like what are you like? What are you wearing right now, though? Nothing. I never wear anything. Why yeah, would I would with you? with big head? <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's where's your hand? Like where are you putting your hand right now? Try it on my dick right now. <laughs> I don't want to go down this line of questioning. Any big <laughs> <laughs> There's certain lines I just don't want to cross on this show. (laughs) What's the problem? (laughs) I'm Q. And I'm Jewish (laughs) Dave. Fuck up, (laughs) Captain. Road. And this is Bird Road. This is a, this is a bad idea. <laughs> uh, um, it seemed like a great idea, right? <laughs> I feel violated. <laughs> I had no idea what we were about to do. He just said, hey, you, you, be, you be Bigfoot and talk about your dick, basically. Hey, what's, what's, your hand really, what's your hand really on your dick? Or? No, it wasn't on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> liar. Fucking liar. You don't have to lie for the listeners. You ain't got to lie. Um by the way, do do you remember that uh one of my dad's friends took the famous Bigfoot picture? No. What yeah. famous Bigfoot? But there's no famous Bigfoot. Yeah, there's picture. a bit it's the it's a side view of him and he's walking and one hand is kind of like back a little and one hand's forward and he's walking through the forest. It's did like he ever explain how, explain yeah, how he faked it or yeah, no, he's, he says straight up he took it. Like and he, his name's credited on it. Uh, Tom Biscardi, I think his name was. Yeah, he he, uh, he claims it really was him, and he really did take it, and it was real. And I don't I don't know what to make of that. He was a very strange guy. Yeah, Carmine Thomas Biscardi is yeah. a cryptozoologist enthusiast, uh, cryptozoology enthusiast, Las Vegas promoter, yeah. internet radio host. <laughs> you found him. This is this is he has a Wikipedia page. Wow, I didn't know that. Biscardi's been centrally involved in several hoaxes regarding Bigfoot that have garnered widespread international media attention. <laughs> that sounds like that's a very presumptive position for Wikipedia to take. <laughs> we don't know. Do, do we know that those were hoaxes? Do we know? Well, Wikipedia is a very judgmental organization. Yeah, I mean, like, what can they not? Media. Can they not be open to a little bit of magic in the world? <laughs> you know that magic is like is just science that we don't understand yet. <laughs> Welcome back. We're back from Philly. That's right. 
How did how did you like Philly, Dave? We had a great time. Philly was uh, it was all right. I I, I more enjoyed just it smelled like pee, right? It smelled, it smelled like a, it smelled a like a lot of pee, like pretty much from the hotel all the way. To the don't airport. leave your hotel. Yeah, don't leave the hotel. It's always hot. Like eat, like in the restaurants, there's like heat sources coming from nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's there's uh, like like hot air is always blowing on you from some unseen vent in Philly. The uh, the train to the uh, airport was just so shaky like it was like it was rolling over like <laughs> it was rolling yeah. over homeless people on the way it was like oh. it was just awful <laughs> what about this what about what's causing the mysterious hums heard around the world have you heard about this no people in cities around the world from taos new mexico to windsor ontario to blackburn england to auckland new zealand recently have reported hearing strange humming noises that have no obvious sources. Oh, I think uh, I have heard about this. Yeah. The hums are often compared to the sound of like an idling truck. And for the people who can hear them, they can be maddening, causing nausea and insomnia. City officials and scientists have investigated various potential causes of the hums, including industrial plants, um, electricity pylons, mating fish, <laughs> and even mass hysteria. So, yeah, man, I think that it's just the earth falling apart. It's a good possibility. We're long overdue. Caving, in, caving into itself. Um, so what 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 do we got on the uh what do we got on the docket, Dave? Well, first of all, before we go any further, we should remind everyone to make sure you're subscribed to the show. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, follow us on social media, or do any of that Beautiful. stuff. Beautiful. Do it all. Do it all. Beautiful. Aww. Um, you have a big uh, announcement to make, right? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That's social media. Um, that's, yeah, that's social I mean, media. we're not on Facebook. To be right. to be clear, we, we are on Facebook, Don't but you know, ever choose to reach out to me on Facebook. Yeah, but that's all social media. I mean, they 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 know where to look for us. Bird Road Podcast. Make sure it's not about yes. birds. People do think yes, that we're I, a bird show. But with bird water. I've had two. Got that bird water. We do have the bird water, though. I had two people uh, ask me at, at Podcast Movement if we're a uh, a bird watching show. Yeah, an, orth- an ornithological show. Yeah. I, I just turned yeah. around and walked away. <laughs> just like <laughs> I didn't turn around when they would ask me that. I just like slithered backwards. <laughs> I was like, I'm disappearing. I'm disappearing. I'm disappearing. Um. So yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. and it's going to bring us into my my little announcement is yeah, going to bring big, us into big our, our A block, big one. Um, so, as as I've mentioned on this show before, since I've been old enough to vote, I've never been registered to a party. Now, you might find out that I technically was registered to a party when I was. Um, if you if you do background checking on me, you might find that in the year um, two thousand, I was a registered Republican. Here's the thing about that. In the year 2000, I faked my death. There was, I faked my death. <laughs> Very important. There was a, there was a, a specific uh, rider in my insurance in my life insurance contract. Had to be Republican. That, um, if I was a Republican who was 19, <laughs> I would get an extra million dollars. It was this whole thing, man. The problem was there was a catch. I had to collect it myself, which is. Which is obviously a bit of a catch twenty two, as it were. Sure, we call that a paradox. Um, <laughs> what? You don't remember that? Duh. They call that a paradox. <laughs> That's a uh, Jack. 
Jack uh, Jack Nicholson in um, The Departed. Oh, of course. Where he goes, I was very good in school, but I didn't like to attend. They called that a paradox. You know what that means? When he's talking to like young Matt Damon's character, yeah. like the little boy. Uh-huh. I used to love school. I just hated home. I forget what he says. He says something stupid. That's not a paradox. <laughs> something that fucking Martin Scorsese probably thought was a paradox. <laughs> Sounded good. With like whatever it is that like when like veins of cocaine calcify into something and like that's all that's left instead of blood in Martin Scorsese's brain. <laughs> that he, like they're ridiculous. That was the beginning of the end. The Departed was the first like bad like movie that had bad tendencies in it that he started sort of overindulging himself. Right. Anyway, back to my point. Sure. When I was when I was like nineteen, at the Meadows Mall in Las Vegas, Nevada, there was a um, uh, okay. With the benefit of hindsight, I now realize how unlikely it is that you can fill out a little piece of paper and win a car. Okay, I know that that's probably that's bullshit. I look at that. I'm you know I'm almost forty years old now. I can look and I know that that's bullshit. Um, and you know, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe 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 you do get to win a car. But now I, I can look through a little bit more cynical eyes and realize uh, that I'm being I'm being taken. Uh, at this point in time, what was going on was that and this is documented. You can actually find contemporaneous reports about this and fines that were paid as a result of it, but. Um, you know, there was like a federal elections commission, like little mini scandal surrounding this, but the Nevada G- uh, GOP at the time where I was living Las Vegas, obviously, um, was sending out, uh, people to register, uh, new, uh, Republican voters. And one of the tactics that they would use was basically to get you to fill out a voter registration form to win a <laughs> To win a car. And um, what they did not disclose on the voter registration form was that you were registering for the Republican Party. They didn't even they didn't even disclose that you were registering to vote. Actually, it was just a, it was just like a placard, like a, a what do you call it? A um, uh, clipboard that they would hand you and you filled out your personal information because back then in like the year 2000, you know, we were much less aware of. The dangers of sharing your personal information. So you just wrote it all down, sure. gave it to them. Come to find out years later that I was a registered Republican. That doesn't count. Okay. Sorry. I realize it's on paper somewhere, but I mean, I've never identified myself as a Republican. I, it's very unlikely I ever will. I'm not one of those kid people who was like, oh, I had my little, I was a conservative or like a libertarian or whatever in fucking college. Right. And like, and you know, I'm, I'm not, I've never felt that you way. Would be the, you from, would be the most annoying libertarian ever. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as a libertarian. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I went from, I went from apolitical, like anarchy, apolitical, not caring and actively hating anything to do with politics to very left wing. So, and I had like a dalliance like in the center left there for a moment, maybe like, I don't know, from like 2008 to 2013 or 2014 or whatever. But uh, pretty soon after that, I started my career and I caught on with the Miami Herald as a reporter and um, worked at various other news outlets. And I was always in one capacity or another. I was a um, member of the media or a journalist. And um 
that precludes you in most cases from registering in, you know, just usually the, the corporate ethics, ethical guidelines preclude you from, um, registering with a party. Yeah, you can register to vote and obviously you can vote as, as a journalist, but it's, it's strongly, strongly discouraged that you register with a party because then your reporting in any situation could be called into question. It could be like, well, this person's a registered Democrat. Of course, he's saying that murdering penguins and, and um, you know, raping children is, is bad. That's a liberal position. Right. This guy's a liberal. Um, so, uh, anyway, all this is to get to the point that today on the deadline, the final deadline to register to be able to vote in the Florida primary for um, uh, the to the midterm elections, which include our governorship, which include um, you know all of our um, all of our local uh, house seats, our congressional house seats. Well, for me, just one congressional district number twenty seven, and um, also for the Senate for the um, for for a Senate seat. And for a bunch of other seats too. Just in time today, I registered for the first time ever uh, as a member of a political party, and I did register as a Democrat. So, yeah, that's me. I will be participating in that portion of the. Um, see, I couldn't. I couldn't vote for Obama in a primary. I couldn't vote for Bernie in a primary. I couldn't vote for. Obama the other time, uh, you know, obviously he didn't need my primary vote when he was an incumbent, but, um, you know, I just, I was never really participated in the primary elections because of my position as a member of the media. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that's bringing us, like I said, into our a block, which, uh, is, you know, just a few weeks out now from, well, you guys already had your primary there in Nevada, right? Yeah. But we're only 100 days away now from um, election day, the midterm elections, a big election that's going to, I think, say a lot. I, I don't think that Democrats really stand a chance of making any real substantive gains in power. But they do have a very slim outside shot of being able to get just enough seats in the House, perhaps, to... Um, to be able to disrupt things. Uh, so what I wanted to do is since, you know, so many of our fellow progressives have sort of fallen by the wayside and either that or they're, or they're just not polling very well. And it seems very unlikely that they're going to emerge from in Nevada and in Florida from um, any of the, uh, any of their primary races. I thought maybe we'd make our picks for the absolute worst people that are running for some of some public office. And I know we've, we've given it a shot and uh, coming up with a few, different people and um you ready dave you want to you want to you, you want to jump into this uh yeah well why don't you go ahead and go first and then i'll get to mine. okay so let me start with the big one right um republicans control the overwhelming majority of governorships in this country and it, amongst those is the florida governorship currently held by rick scott who's running for senate who we'll get to in a moment but a lot of people are vying for hit for Rick Scott, who's leaving, you know, obviously has to vacate his governorship, which he's terming out of anyway, to be able to run for Senate for Bill Nelson's Senate seat. Um, and just a whole bunch of people are, are trying to fill in that hole there. We have on the on the left, we have people like uh, like uh, Andrew Gillum, who um, is the Bird Road, uh, the official Bird Road uh, sponsor, like or the Bird Road is officially sponsoring his candidacy of, of, of all of the um, 
the candidates over there on the left, we like Gillum the most. So yay, Gillum. On the right, wow, what a rogues gallery of fucking garbage you have going on. Uh, mostly it's coming down to two real pieces of shit. One is our attorney general, uh, Adam Putnam, who's pretty fucking boring, like kind of a milquetoast conservative you know, he's not really down the center because to be down the center in the Republican Party is to be like way, way, way far to the right. He's a don't don't get me wrong. He is an absolute maniac on, you know, policy by policy. Uh, but to the right of him is a Trump favorite. Trump endorsed Trump approved Ron DeSantis. Let me tell you about this motherfucker. Um, this guy. I, he actually has a really damn good shot at winning. He it will be probably the worst thing that's ever happened in this state. He's wildly incompetent. He's just a, like, basically imagine if, like, if Michael Cohen just got, like, the right breaks instead of all the wrong breaks. That's Ron DeSantis. Like, that level of just low-life dipshit, uh, you know, a, th- a thug, a henchman. He's It's literally, like, in the comic books where one of the henchmen gets to become like a general he's it's it's like that so <laughs> ron DeSantis today released um hang on i'm going to tell you all about it he released a campaign ad everyone knows my husband ron DeSantis is endorsed by president trump but he's also an amazing dad ron loves playing with the kids build the wall he reads stories then mr trump said you're fired I love that part. He's teaching Madison to talk. Make America great again. People say Ron's all Trump, but he is so much more. Big league. So good. I just thought you should know. Ron DeSantis for governor. From the Orlando Weekly. Congrats to Florida rep, uh, to Florida rep Ron DeSantis, because right now he's in the Florida House of Representatives. Ron DeSantis on the creepiest ad of the year. Ron DeSantis, a Florida co- uh, congressman running for the for governor, endorsed by President Donald Trump, released an ad this morning reminding voters that his Trump endorsement is now eating his entire brain. <laughs> the 30-second clip, which is narrated by his wife, Casey, shows DeSantis doing very normal, amazing dad things, like teaching toddlers how to keep Mexicans out of the living room by and uh, and reading catchphrases from The Art of the Deal, whose author has publicly said, publicly said Donald Trump is incapable of reading a book, much less writing one. Um, so this ad has his wife, this like housewife of New Jersey, uh, you know, shining (laughs) ball of plasticine, um, narrating the, uh, this, this asshole, this little fucking around weirdo, uh, while he's playing with his kid. looks like I swear to God should have been his grandkid. Cause this is one of those guys who's, he's only like 38 years old. Looks like he's 70. I mean, and he doesn't look old. He just looks he just looks like he's 70. Um, playing with blocks. Literally, he's playing with blocks in his living room uh, with this little girl and, <laughs> and teaching her, like, how to keep Mexicans out. Dave, this is going to be – this great. is definitely going to be our governor. This is going to be our governor. Oh, God. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> he's awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's my first uh, Bird Road endorsed piece of shit. Uh, cause I, I think the, you know, he's a tea party conservative endorsed by the socially conservative family research council. He opposes abortion, denounces planned parenthood. Uh, 
He's at like a, an A rating from the NRA, uh, or an A plus rating from the NRA, opposed to like pretty much every type of healthcare, like any, just people getting healthcare. Yeah, he's opposed to. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just an absolute horror, and he's probably going to. Be, and he, he's he's actually like three steps to the right of our existing governor, who was himself of uh, a, a, a fucking terror. And, um, yeah, and he has a son named Mason, which is like enough to disqualify you. Sorry. If you named a child Mason, <laughs> fucking go on, dude. <sighs> what about you, Dave? Who's, who's running, uh, who's running for governor over there in, in, in Nevada? Yeah. Uh, obviously we already had our, our, uh, primary. So just going right for the, uh, Republican governor, uh, candidate, Adam Laxalt, um, he wants even looser gun laws than we already have in Nevada, which is hard to imagine. Um, wants to get rid of sanctuary state status, pro-life, school vouchers. Um, but I mean, most of all, uh, Donald Trump, quote unquote, strongly endorses him. So, I mean, you know, you know where to yeah, go with another that. one. <laughs> Yeah, in Nevada, just so you know, like the only medical procedure that's covered is if you get like a, 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 a like a RoboCop procedure, where you get turned into like where you get turned into a gun. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll turn you into a cyborg gun in Nevada if if you ask them to. I would go over well here too. It's uh... oh yeah, well, you would have like a thousand morons like <laughs> ambling around the streets really slowly. I like, like that. Mm-hmm. Arch, this shit rocks. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think we both have senators too that we want to talk about. In my case, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna buck the trend a little bit because you know what? Yeah, Rick Scott, who's running uh, the Republican governor presently, who's running to become the Republican um, senator uh, from our state. Obviously, our other senator is um, is powerhouse Marco Rubio, and. Uh, <laughs> But we have we have um, Rick Scott, our current governor, very closely allied with Donald Trump. But one of those guys who's like allied with Donald Trump, like at arm's length because he doesn't want to get too much Trump on him. Uh, So he's running for Senate and he's running against um, just a a corpse named Bill Nelson. And in, in recent weeks. People tell me that Bill Nelson's running a, a, a campaign. I haven't seen any proof of it. It doesn't look like he's running for re-election. He hasn't done a single fucking thing. He goes around naming post offices and like doing the most like milk toast, boring, basic ass down the middle. Demo- I mean, this guy, his claim to fame is that he was an astronaut in like the 30s or something. He was like the one that went up and cleaned up like the fucking the dead monkeys out of the 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 ash the the um the first capsules that went into outer space, and he is just such an ineffective legislator. He's such a um he's such a representative of the Democratic Senate and all and the ineffectualness of it. The 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 mealy mouthed you know, toothlessness of de- of Democrats in the Senate, their inability to get anything done, their inability to, um, you know, play tough or to even like entertain the idea of, of treating politics like, you know, like what it is and an actual contest over resources as opposed to, you know, um, a parliamentary get along gang. It, 
I gotta say, Bill Nelson's the biggest piece of shit. At least Rick Scott, I know, I know exactly what he is. He's a he's a, a reprehensible piece of garbage. Bill Nelson is like, like you feel worse if a member of your family stabs you during Thanksgiving <laughs> than if somebody else who you don't know kills five people on Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're like, damn, I can't believe fucking uncle bill stabbed me on thanksgiving <laughs> what a dick that's bill nelson you he should he and he has all the political capital in the world he's losing right now because like i said he's not running a fucking campaign he's just i don't know just kind of like like traipsing through campaign season and, and not bothering to do anything about you know about positioning himself and he's actually losing by four points according to uh the most recent polling this is a guy who's gotten fucking comfortable, man. He's been in that position for 113 years. So, but you guys have a have a senator who's running too over there, right? Uh, well, I'm not sure which one you uh, are specifically talking about. Or are both of yours running? No, no, just one is running, right? Well, I was going to talk actually the the other candidate in general. I was going to talk about um, is uh, you know the Trump of Perump. Uh, De- oh, yeah. De- Dennis Hoff, which I mean, there's still a part of me that loves to laugh about the stupidity of it all, which makes me makes me love this, you know. Um, but at the same time, we are talking about a complete fucking asshole douchebag brothel owner in Nevada who models himself after Donald Trump. Um, so what is he running for? He's uh he's running for Senate, I believe, isn't he? Um, State Senate, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's just, he's, he's exactly the kind of person you would expect, uh, from that description, uh, Trump of Perump, just, uh, that, that exact kind of caricature of a human being, you know? And, uh, I, I think just the idea that that is what we've come to, um, kind of makes you just want to give up on everything. Just looking at this person. I'm looking at a, at a. Oh god, this guy looks like shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> hang on. I'm reading this article about him. Um, I just wonder what it is, man. Because they're talking about how this guy didn't want to for 30 years. He could have very easily run, and he's um. Oh my god! And he's just running now, and I just I I feel like um. Dude, there's something wrong with all the people who are like running right now. Like the people who are running, everybody's like saying, "Oh, blue wave!" All these like you know great women and who who are who are running for you know different uh, different offices, and um, it's going to be great. And in my mind, I'm like, "Yeah, but that's mitigated by just absolute horrible people." Yeah. Like there's an actual there's an actual Nazi running in Illinois who who won his um, primary. There are, there's a, there, I don't know if, if the primary is over there yet or not, but in Virginia, there was an admitted pedophile running, oh, yeah. of course, as a, as a, as a Republican and, <laughs> but like an admitted active ped, pedophile. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck even like, what do you do with that? Um, Everything is so beyond uh, any, any kind of point of reason at, at this point. It's like, it's really hard to even, uh, really balance it out with anything resembling normal. 
<sighs> All right. My next one was um, wanted to get a little three pack in there. Um, my, my, my congressional district and the surrounding congressional districts, uh, Florida, CD 25, 26 and 27. Um, in Congressional District 25, which is like Broward County, part of Palm Beach, part of Miami, uh, Mario Diaz-Balart, who is just like, uh, uh, you know, one of these centrist, now a centrist Cuban because he <laughs> happens to fall, you know, on the other side of the aisle on a couple of issues. So that's enough to be called a centrist these days. Um, very, very favorite son of the show, Carlos Curbelo, uh, running in, in Florida uh, Congressional District 26, which is like west of the Palmetto and then the Palmetto Freeway and then stretching down south into the Florida Keys. And then here in my congressional district, my uh, my congresswoman, Ileana Rose Slayton, is retiring because she just couldn't stand being a Republican in Trump's America anymore. So she's retiring and the most likely person to emerge from there is former uh, county commissioner uh, Bruno Barrera. So these three guys, I'm lumping them all together because they're all the same fucking guy. They're the guys that are acutely aware of the fact that they're running in districts that are overwhelmingly Democrat, that are overwhelmingly pro-Clinton, kind of a more general um, centrist neoliberal version of Democrat, like people, people who are like, they like the social cachet of being Democrats because like Democrats throw better parties, (laughs) but and like, and are hipper. But they don't. They, but they are also into, you know, a lot of the neoliberal trappings that 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 um, that are popular amongst you know modern day conservatives. So these three guys are sort of emblematic of that, right? And they try to. These are the guys who are very performative in their like objections to Donald Trump and try to say like Donald Trump doesn't represent me and my constituents, but he fucking he does represent you because if you really go issue. I've said this before on this show specifically with Curbelo, but the other two, Diaz-Balart and, and Barrero, are exactly the same. If you pin each one of them down on issues, they agree about 95% of the time with Donald Trump. Right. It's very, very, very few things that they disagree with. Like, like maybe his overall disdain of Hispanics they might disagree <laughs> with, and only maybe because these, these guys probably also mostly hate most Hispanics. Like, most of these Cuban guys... Let me tell you, they don't fucking like, they don't like anybody who's not Cuban. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, these people are more insidious than DeSantis because DeSantis is right out there making stupid fucking videos with his demonic children playing in fucking like houses, like, you know, shoot the Mexican in the front yard and shit like that. He's letting you know right up front what he is. And Love him or hate him, you should hate him. He's fucking, he's he's toxic. He's a piece of garbage. But love him or hate him, you know exactly what he is. A guy like Carlos Curbelo will tell you that you're politically poisoned or you're, his favorite thing to call people is politically intoxicated. He'll tell you that you're politically intoxicated and that you're a far uh, fringe, you know, ho- lost, lost cause because you can't come to the center and negotiate the way that he can and 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 uh and hear other people out and shit like that but when you listen to what it is that he's hearing out and what his negotiated positions are you look at the the immigration bill that he put forward that he called this great triumph in um in compromise but it was only a compromise between the far right of the GOP and the far 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 right, right. 
And it was like still a fucking terrible bill. And it wasn't even far enough for, for Trump who, who, who basically killed it while it was still it's in not going to give up anything. And yeah, it didn't give up yeah. shit. It was a terrible, it, it was it, <laughs> flawed from its premise because the premise was that the, 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 um, the negotiation, what they were acquiescing was, um, status for the dreamers. Right. But if you read the body of that bill and I'm picking on Carbello here because he's far and away, he's the worst one of all these guys. Cause I actually think Diaz Balart could lose. Barrero is, I don't think there's a chance that Barrero wins con- congressional district 27. Um, Corbello could maintain his, his, his district. He could, and he does it through this subterfuge where I talk to people who live in his district and who are going to vote for him and are like, no, no, he's a reasonable guy. He's fine. You know, he's, he's not one of these like Trump Republicans. And it's hard to explain to them. Like every Republican is a Trump Republican. <laughs> he is, he, if you're a Republican, you're a Trump Republican. I don't care what you say on Twitter. You're supporting the agenda the overwhelming majority of the time. Right. You're part of the inertia. You're part of the gravity that's moving that shit that way. You're moving it towards a bad place. He was a huge proponent of this fucking tax act that's got our economy uh, like, <laughs> like a fucking Mylar balloon with 40 pounds of PSI pressure in it that's about to explode. With you know free and easy credit being blasted all over the fucking all over the the map, and people mistaking that for economic growth, um, that's a whole other conversation. The fucking fake the fake economic recovery oh, yeah. that that somehow is blessing everybody, but not a single fucking person is actually feeling. Um, you'd, so, be, you'd be surprised well, how many have, people on my Facebook feed claim to be feeling it, but. That, oh, that's yeah. a whole other story. Yeah. And by the way, I've seen the fucking people in your Facebook yeah. feed, Dave. They all live in fucking cardboard boxes. <laughs> and the- <laughs> well, they they have they have extra money in their pocket thanks to Trump. <laughs> the people that live that, that 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 troll your fucking Facebook feed. If you look at their timeline, that you'll see updates. First of all, they're on Facebook, which is to tell you <laughs> like there's something bad going on. Second of all, they're like. Oh, just left the um, left the left the channel for a few hours to go to the local uh, Starbucks. I can sit here usually for about forty five minutes before anyone hassles me to buy coffee. And like, like those are the kind of people that they live in those like they live in those like shitty underground Vegas tunnels, the washes that always get like flooded and hobos die in them. Like that's th- those are the people that I see on your Facebook. I, I have feed. no I idea you what people. you're talking about. You, you know damn well what I I'm talking have about. No idea, but uh, I, I will. I will. I, I, I will agree. They all like to ride you the channel. They all like to ride the channel. That is definitely accurate. But the rest of it made no sense to me. <laughs> I think of like, like the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> When they're like, when the when the when like the gooey pizza gets stuck on like the storm drain, that's what those people are who <laughs> who who are friends with you on Facebook. They're not even friends with you. They just find your shit. They're like a friend of a friend, and they start commenting like, "I'm getting forty dollars more per per fucking uh, plasma donation now, thanks to Trump." <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some of those people, but I was also talking about just normal. Well, normal-ish people too. 
Um, Dean Heller, Dave. Shoot, what's going on with the Dean Heller race? <clears throat> Come on, we got it. We got it. This is this is our our anti. Our this is our um. What do, what do what do they call that when the newspapers do? Uh, here's the thing. Well, I got a I got a thing to follow up your thing, but you go first. Okay. Every single newspaper, except for the Las Vegas Review Journal, every single newspaper endorsed Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. in 2016. Which makes, which leads, which must lead you to the conclusion that newspaper endorsements mean nothing, right? Sure, it has yeah. to. It has to because clearly, not nobody is paying attention to a newspaper endorsement. Um, if if all like I don't know, two hundred mid major newspaper mid mid major market newspapers endorse one candidate and the other candidate won. I mean, clearly, yeah. and the and the only the only paper that that endorsed him was just is just like a a, a shell company held by a, a a fucking Republican golem. Then, like, obviously, that doesn't. Here's my here's my my plan. My plan is you should do anti endorsements, which is what we're doing. It's good, good plan. Just don't 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 say who's good. Don't say who you support. Say who's flawed and why. Say why they aren't fit for leadership, and leave that sitting out there. Troll, just yeah. I, I like this because um, everybody likes to say that you know we need to get back to being nice to people and stuff like that. But that's bullshit. That's that bullshit. Shit. That's not helping a fucking thing. Pure garbage. That's bullshit. Be nice. nice. Be nice to my dick. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> Be nice, nice my fucking nice dick my over here. Hey, why don't you come get this fucking dick, bro? <laughs> well, we started with dick jokes and we're ending the segment with dick we're jokes. We're ending the podcast all together with dick jokes. When the time comes, yeah, we will. <laughs> We're back once again with Will Hines, Knox Prime, Noximus, the Pretty Petty, and uh, we're ready for another round of uh, good use of memes, bad use of memes. It's been kind of a slow month, though, though right, Will? It's it's it. Yeah, nothing's re- the only really breakthrough is, has been the Drake action with all of that. Action. We'll get into that in a minute. But as far as real takeovers, like the a Bikini Bottom has been strangely quiet this month, really. Kind of surprising. You, That's you right. Get, we haven't seen get, many get, dispatches get, from Bikini Bottom this month. Man, usually Bikini Bottom got something, something every month. It just it never fails, and they let me down this month. Kind of, kind of, kind of. I mean, yeah, there's still one more day. I mean, you know, who knows? <laughs> the big one's okay. coming. Yeah, the big one's coming as we speak. It's it's dropping. It's like all over Facebook right now. We're here, so we're missing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, mm-hmm. so. As, as you know, if you're a loyal uh, Bird Road listener, you know that um, good use of meme, bad use of meme is our playoff of 538's good use of polling, bad use of polling, except way less boring and a whole lot more fun. Uh, we bring on the expert, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Will, to walk us through um, three memes and tell us whether or not they are good uses of meme or bad uses of memeing. So, Dave, why don't you give us our first one? 
All right, so the first meme, my mama said. Uh, my mama said mm -hmm. refers to a series of image macros in which a photograph of American recording artist Cardi B as a child. Online, people have captioned the photograph with phrasal template beginning with my mama said mimicking the speech patterns and attitude of a child. You know, oh, this one really kind of, it's really, you know, it kind of, it was kind of a, as far as in meme time, it was kind of a slow burn. It didn't really take right off like yeah. the day of, but like maybe within a couple of days, like it just, it just exploded. Boom. Like it was kind of, it's kind of a sleeper hit for a second. And then it just went bananas. And then it was everywhere. So true. Those, those even, first few days, I didn't even know what it was, and, and then it like it finally yeah, started to catch I, on. Right. For, uh, and when it first hit, you know, people coming to me like, "Hey, you know about this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's just a picture of Cardi B as a kid." You know, like the, the <laughs> like the captions hadn't hadn't started happening yet. It just like this was a picture of Cardi B as a kid, and then and then it just went ham, and that was boy. I mean, I man, oh god, I've seen some great ones. I mean. It, they, they go from the my mama said and those are great but then but then they got the ones that's like if you don't do this i'm gonna tell your mama that you do this and those are even better have you seen have y'all seen any of those i think no so. i haven't i haven't seen that i've seen one just i think it was yesterday or maybe even earlier today i don't know it's, it's meme time it all runs together but i seen one it said <laughs> something like if if you don't take me to go get ice cream, I'm going to tell mama that you eat sugar through your nose. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, and it just goes. I see one that was like, that was like, my mama told me the reason why we can't have ice cream at your house is because you, because all the spoons are burnt. You done burnt all the spoons. <laughs> yeah. No, this great. one is great. It runs the gamut between the, the absurd ones and then it also has the ones that are like kind of true to life, which they're not that mm -hmm. funny, but they're like they make you laugh because they're real. Like the one where she's like, My mom my mama said, uh my mama said, You gotta take me with you or you can't go. Which is like not super funny, but we right. all know we all know the little kid that was like, Hey, you have to bring me with you or, or you're not allowed to go. Like it, so right. it, it runs the gamut. I like that. Yeah, it it could, it could run from you know, it, it definitely touched tones on real life experiences. <laughs> My mama said not to play it. with you because you have lice. <laughs> right. <laughs> just just the brutal from the mouths of babe. This should be the hashtag. Hashtag from the mouths of babe. Because it's just brutal honesty, and you don't know how you don't know any other way to say it. You just you're a kid, and you're gonna say tell tell it what it is, what it is, and that's what you're talking about. What else is great about this one is that it's a it's a rare self-reported meme where she put it out there. She was the one that mm -hmm. posted this on her Twitter and was like, "Oh, look at this picture of me when I was little," and the internet took off with it. And you know, honestly, I think that was the, the goal. I think she was hoping it was going to get memeified because oh, everybody's yeah. seen how Drake's done with his memes, and then <laughs> the fact that Drake at first, you know, it used to. You know, first it's just people making memes, but it's like I think Drake was the first artist to really lean into it. Like he started making himself like a living meme. Like I'm convinced the whole Hotline Bling video was just a big ass meme machine. That's yeah. that's my take on that. I mean, frame for frame, it, even the damn even the damn commercial he made that was like on the set of it or whatever when he was talking. I think it was a phone commercial. He's like pointing and smiling and shit. That every anything he does in front of the camera is like he he has meme in mind. I'm convinced at this point. 
Will, is there been anything? Has there been anything in the last two years of your life that you haven't been able to? Any aspect of your life and your experience and things that have happened to you that you haven't been able to express in a hotline bling meme? Like in terms of like this is a good thing, this is a bad thing, or this is a bad thing, this is a good thing. Oh no, no! <laughs> two two frames take care of that perfectly. The frame where he's smiling and pointing, the frame where he got his hand up, like Ugh, get it nah, away from me. That's, those <laughs> those are the me. two best things that come out of that. Miss me with that. That's the, the two best things. And then you got. Don't get me started on the gifts. The gifts, Jesus Christ, man, man! All that. I mean, the people when he's throwing the pizza and playing the the Wii Sports tennis and all that. Oh man, that shit is that shit is all gold. This all right, let's all, not let's not gold. let's not cannibalize our second meme, okay, Dave? Read because this is a perfect segue into number two. Get read us sure. in, Dave. Absolutely, the second meme is uh, the hashtag. Wait, 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 wait! Shiggy. Sorry, my my bad, my bad. Can we all agree, Cardi B? Good use of memeing. I think Great so. use of memeing. And matter of fact, uh, it's it's it's. I think we're going to see a trend here. I think I think they're they're just we're just hitting the, the iceberg, tipping of the iceberg of the trend where celebrities I think are finally starting to realize the power of memedom. Kind of like yeah. how Kim K realized the power of porndom. It's yeah. like they're realizing <laughs> the power of memedom, where it's like they're all for it now. Or before that, you know, we're tough. Don't make memes out of meme. Blah, blah, blah. And then Drake leaned into it, and it's like basically, basically. Well, I'll get into that in the next next we'll talk about Drake. But all I'm trying to say is don't be surprised if you see a a bunch of celebrities going forward that will offer themselves up to to the to the dankest, to the meme heads. And because it just it's gonna help just keep them uh in the public eye and in the public in the hive mind action and it's just gonna keep them bubbling like that. Like it's it's like it's 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 like it's like uh cryptocurrency. It's just, it's just like it it, it 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 you know it mines itself. It's just it's yeah, just the, there. Now. Self sustaining. Yeah, the music right. is a weird. It's a weird place nowadays. You need stuff like this to like really right. keep it going. Right. Right. <laughs> I can't wait for the. I can't wait for the first ever album that's gonna drop exclusively via meme. Like there's gonna be. It's gonna be like Lil Uzi Vert or somebody who's it's gonna coming. like drop an album that's he's gonna drop like a SoundCloud like GIF that's gonna just be like an me album. And Demi- me and Demise need to do that like right now before it happens. Uzi kind of did that already with the um, oh, God. Uh, all my friends are dead song. Have you seen the video for that? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've seen the, the, the track on Spotify, but I didn't watch the video. I have to watch Bruh, it. The whole video is just like a cartoon caricature of him driving through. It looks like a tunnel. Like his eyes are all red, like he's blazed out, and it's just on loop. He literally, it literally is a GIF video. It literally is a GIF video. <laughs> I just had he's, that he's idea already... the other day. God damn it. Yeah, oh, he did that. Well, hey, that was last year, was... man. That was a lifetime ago. That was Man, that was a, a triple X. I remember looking at. <laughs> I remember looking at that video. Like, is this all it's gonna do? Is this really the official video? This, somebody's somebody's punking me here. Like, this is big. it. Measured measured in SoundCloud rap, SoundCloud rap. That was like two Takashi Six Nine ass whippings ago. <laughs> Man, you know, I just I wasn't ready. I couldn't appreciate the brilliance that it was. That I, I can see it now in hindsight, but at the time I was just kind of annoyed. Like, like is this really? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it? second meme. Our yes. second meme, Dave. What, what do we got for number two? All right. So second meme is do the shiggy, also known as in my feelings challenge and Kiki challenge. 
It's a hashtag used to catalog participants of this social challenge in which people dance like the comedian Shiggy to the Drake song In My Feelings. The fad gained much online notoriety during the summer of 2018 due to people performing the challenge by getting out and dancing alongside their moving cars. Brilliant. Here is a fun fact. Here, I'm about to drop something that maybe, uh, hopefully a lot of people don't know about. That way they can say they heard it from me. This song, this In My Feelings, I don't even think it was even supposed to be a single. <laughs> like, like if you if you read the reviews of Scorpion, which is the album, the double album Drake put out that this song is on, this is the second song on an album that features like a Louisiana bounce kind of uh, music track to it. The first one, of course, was the lead single. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice for what? So nice for what was the first single that had that Louisiana bounce, that old cash money kind of sound to it, you know? Uh-huh. And... Uh, this this song has the same sort of rhythm to it. Now, all the critics panned this song. They panned yeah. it, but it's, yeah. it's it's like the typical case of like like the, the song that the critics pan and the artists ain't too fond of is the one that's the biggest hit. But anyway, it, it you know he already dropped one bounce song, so to speak. He wasn't about to, he was gonna, he was going to change it up. He was going to drop another bounce song. I don't know what he's going to drop because now we don't know. But it wasn't going to be that. But then. This goddamn shit started happening with people doing this damn Kiki Do You Love Me dance and shit. And Drake, being as smart as he is, is seeing it gaining traction without him doing nothing. And so he's right. like, "Well, I Free guess market. this is the second single. <laughs> this is this is what's buzzing. This is what the people want. So let them have it." So it's like, and I mean, think about it. Like, it's it's not even the timing for a second single yet. Like yeah. like it like it was way way ahead of the curve with that. Put yourself in those shoes for a minute of just like you're just figuring out your strategy for the rest of the album, and then all of a sudden that happens. Like right, that, that's it's, just yeah. crazy. It's like Eureka. It's like Viola. You know, but th- th- this guy Drake, man, and I, like I haven't followed him close in, in his career, but he seems I to be he seems to me to be like a professor x of hip-hop where he can he's a you know he's what? an he's a telepath he just knows the thing that's gonna hit and can play the angles and just figure it out and be like he just oh, it, oh, he, he sees the future he's he sees, dialed in he's yeah. dialed in like 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 how he's on how he's on you know he made a buzz for uh being uh playing with uh ninja and uh travis scott on Fortnite that one time he just he's in touch to what's hot with like you know, internet culture, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? God. Like, it, seriously, if, yeah. if I love, man, I I love Drake. Drake is like my spirit animal. If my if my delivery ever showed up, I would be like proto Drake. <laughs> like Drake, Drake is <laughs> is like my zone. Drake is like like the that dude. You know what I'm saying? I hope he listens to this. Well, the you know thing that the thing that's different about him, I think, versus a lot of other people who sort of occupy that sort of spot at the top of the triangle of the zeitgeist, the people who are making the conversations, is that at that height, it's a lot of people, I mean, going back to like Madonna, going back to, you know, to to Elvis, like it's people who are derivative and are copying a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really see him ever copying anything. He's just kind of making his own thing yeah, yeah. and wedging it in and forcing it to be the conversation. You know, and it's hard to like talk about these things because they're so they're so ephemeral. It's hard to describe what they are. It's like you try to think about it and it falls apart in your brain, which well, is kind of well, like Drake what memes a- are. You know, it's like it's kinda. just this, it's this intangible thing. You know, but and he dictates it, and he's not 
copying something. He's not being derivative. Everybody else is sort of derivative from him in these little culture moments that he creates. Well, honestly, Drake is really subtle and smooth with it. Like, like Drake appropriates a little bit here, a little bit there. You know, you can write off his influences or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? He might reach back and grab something that people might have forgot about, like like how like how he brought bounce music back kind of out of the blue. You know, it's it's just yeah. but the way he does like he's really uh really on point with timing and, and making sure that whatever he decides to kind of appropriate or assimilate isn't solid enough where he owns it. And also it's not like see, Drake's not going like, Oh, that's hot, I need to make something like that because it's like that just came out last week and that's what's hot, so I need to make something like that because that's what's hot. No. Drake is the type that'll be like, okay, what was hot like 10 years ago? And and go through that and then let me see what's, and then see how I can flip that and bring that back around now. And then, so he, like, he kind of freaks it like that. That's, that's, he does a little bit of that and, and it works for him. So to, to bring it back specifically to the meme or to, to the specific challenge thing, um, and, and I, I hate to be that outlier here because it sounds like both of you guys think it's pretty great. My, my problem with this one is I'm I'm someone I have a feeling there's a lot of people like me or maybe not but I tend to when I'm browsing Facebook I tend to have my phone on on mute and so like I just see these videos of people dancing alongside their car and at first I was just kind of like you know what the fuck is this you know what I mean and it is it is fun I get it it's fun but it's like okay, I, I think for me no, that, that it doesn't quite dumb. it doesn't quite work for me yeah here's how I push back on you Dave here's how I push back that on you number dumb. one he's Drake is doing a public service, and I'll tell you why. Because up until now, there's been an undiagnosed problem in the white girl community. (laughs) White girls are completely incapable of telling the difference between three miles an hour and 15 miles an hour. And they get out of their car. They get out of their car. They're going to get laid the fuck out. Yeah, I think this is good for the world. Absolutely. I think this is a good thing. This is good for the world on balance. I agree. On balance, this is good. (laughs) you know there's there's a lot more to ghost riding the whip than you think you know yeah yeah Yeah, it's a skill set it's like it's like it's like you know you know there's there's no there's no instruction guide out there that tells you you know you want your car in neutral not not (laughs) like like in drive but like you don't touch it you know what i mean it's like it's not like what i got you're slow I got, oh, I got to wonder what happens to a lot of those cars after the phone stops filming. Oh, yeah. Because I know what happens when the phone stops filming because the other white girl. You don't want to see, the you don't wanna see them make the hammer. It's like, oh, shit, what do I do now? I'm in a car that's just going and I'm in the passenger seat buckled up. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I, oh, and then also there was the one of the, the I think the big one that went viral was the guy that got reverse Kobe, where the car just like ran him over, <laughs> he, like jumped out of the car. Man, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Dave, it sounds like you're not on board with this one, but I'm gonna I'm, say I'm on, I'm on um, the fence. I'm on the fence with it. Like, I think I think I could be persuaded that this is a good use, but I'm definitely I'm a little more on the fence than I think you guys. I feel like. I feel like the um, it's a good use. It's a good use for Drake. Sure, it's a good look. Absolutely, Drake. it's a good use for so Drake. It's a good, so um, we can break it. We we can compartmentalize this. It's a good use for Drake. It's a, it's a good use as far as the stationary ones, but it's a bad use if you're doing the Ghost Rider whip, especially if you don't know how to do that <laughs> yeah. right. It's a for public safety. That's a bad. It's a bad. Use, it's so. a it's a bad use for white girls' cars. 
It's gonna, yeah, it's a bad, it's a, it's a bad use for like 2012 Nissan Altimus. Um, uh, so I, I think it's gonna be a cold day in hell when you're gonna ever get, get uh, uh, Will Hines to come out unequivocally against the Drake sure, meme. Absolutely. So, um, Dave, bring it, bring us into our third. All meme. right, third meme. Um, Revisiting that's the life skin general. <laughs> We're revisiting the big enough meme. Big enough is an electronic country pop song by Kieran J. Callanan featuring Alex Cameron, Molly Lewis, and Jimmy Barnes. On YouTube, a clip from the music video in which a cowboy is shown singing in the sky of the various scenes set in the American Old West spawned a series of parody remixes on the video sharing site. Okay, let me jump. Let me jump in first on this one because this one I I put in as my own little dealer's choice. I <laughs> I was vaguely aware of this one because it's it's a big one in the in political circles in political Twitter, uh, where it's like is it? Yeah, it's it's it'll be like an older sort of a boomer. It'll be like John McCain sending a tweet about how you know communists are coming for your health care and then it'll be three pictures of the old cowboy men like yelling in the sky right so it'll be like that kind of thing like it's generally aimed it's aimed at conservatives or people who are espousing sort of conservative older positions like people who are saying things like who anybody who makes like a joke about like a tide pod challenge like anybody who's like who's betraying their their oldness right and it'll be mm. it'll be expressed in this meme and pretty usually pretty well but i always thought that this meme was a certain thing that it's not this is a, a new music video by this um you know by this this uh synth uh, electro singer guy i thought that this was an old video from when i was a little kid <laughs> called the highwaymen with Johnny Cash yeah, yeah. and with oh, you, you and Johnny Cash? yeah, and I but I didn't know I never looked that closely. It's not. I don't well, know yeah, why nobody Johnny, has Johnny Cash didn't have no chick whistling in his video, dude. <laughs> but he I didn't watch the video. Beats, I was judging it on the stills. <laughs> and hang on, I'm gonna send you guys right now. You wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Have you never seen the video? I saw it now. Now I've clip? seen it. Now I've seen it. Now I've seen it. Jesus Christ, man! You need to watch the compilations, then. You you, you got some catching up to do. Have you? I'm so you haven't. What are you talking about? You haven't okay, even no, seen I'm telling the you. greatness of this meme. You haven't seen the the uh, the oh, oh my god. You haven't seen the Ace Ventura versions. You haven't seen the um. Oh no, no, you haven't. You haven't seen the um. What's the name of that movie? Uh, the fucking The Gunny, Lee Emery, whatever his version when he's yelling at Gomer Pyle. He's telling the, oh my God, man! The Photoshoppers had man. You need to go watch a YouTube compilation immediately. Here's, here's the reason why, okay? Because I assumed that I was looking at screenshots from an old video from when I was a little kid, where they do the exact same thing. It's it's uh Kenny Rogers. It's fucking um, uh, Johnny, uh, Cash. Johnny Cash and I forget who else. Merle Haggard, Haggard. I think, yeah. And All right, I'll, I'll look that and, up. Yeah, I just I sent you guys a link. And if you watch it, if you just just like whatever, you don't even have to really watch it. Just cue the video to 44 seconds. Cue okay. it to 44 seconds. And look, you'll see where I thought that this was coming from. And 
so I just made this fucking weird, stupid connection in my brain in the last like few weeks. That what's the name of the damn song? The Highwaymen. Oh, okay. But I, 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 I pinged you guys the, um, the fucking the what do you call it? The YouTube link just now. But uh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't okay, know. I, 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 I see Chris Christopherson's big ass head. I guess he's in the song too. <laughs> So look, it looks like Chris Christopherson to me. I, I know what that beard looks like. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Here's the highwayman was Chris Christopherson. Uh huh. This this song, that this obscure like 1984 song that randomly was kicking around in my my drug addled brain <laughs> was like, uh, this is this is what the what the guy was making the video off of, right? I mean, this was his inspiration. It's just nobody has has yeah. noticed it really. Probably. It has to be. Right. There's no way right. this could be a coincidence. Right, I'm sure. I'm sure he definitely drew some. Well, how, how old is this? Is the new guys? How old is the, is the new guys video? It can't be that. It can't be that new. But it I think can't it's be 2016. That. God, how is this 2016? That's insane. That's completely <laughs> insane. So, by by the way, Will, not to give myself up here, but I also was not familiar with this until Q actually brought it to my attention. That I went and watched a bunch of clips, and like they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. My my I'm favorite was the of, Jurassic Park one. I'm sick. I'm sick of both of you. I'm sick of both of you. Man. You both disgust me. I can't believe you guys. Oh God. And Jurassic Park one? Did you see that? Did you see? Did you see the? Uh, did you see that? Uh, the, the Golden yeah, Power I think one? I did see that one too. Yeah. Oh God! Did you see the Ace Ventura? No, one? I didn't see that. I didn't see any. I haven't seen any of those. I've just discovered it? the real version of it like three days ago. For a year, Man, you I know what? This it, was it, a different it, thing. Oh God! Oh God! I thought you didn't it was see the Independence yes. Day ones. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my this god! This is ridiculous. Oh, you know, it's man. so it's so it's like it's to the point where like 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 what what was that one meme that they had where you hear the music start coming and you just start laughing because you already know how it's gonna go. That's how this is. Like you the hear fox? the music start to come in. The last the, the last one I remember that was like this. The fox. That was. I mean, that was like four years ago. But like, yeah, I remember that. No, nah, this was, was different. I I I I'll have to revisit. But there's something with style hear, like. Harlem Shake. No, nah, you, it's, it's kind of like that, but it's not. I have to. Oh, I can't, I'm drawing a blank. But you, as soon as you hear the, the first I notes can't. come in, and it's, and it's like it'll be something, and you just watch it, and then all of us, you know, it's that one. It's that. Dun, 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 dun. Have you seen any of those? No. What is that? Oh my God! It's like listeners, if you can help us out, help. us. And it's just like like it'll be so subtle. You'll be it'll just have a clip of something and it looks normal. And then you hear the little hat hats come in. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. It's like it's like the it's like the 2017 Rick Roll. It's like you don't see it coming until it's there. And it's like, oh, wow. Honestly, it sounds, like a, like, it sounds like a RZA beat, the way you're describing <laughs> it's great. it. And you know what it was? It, it would always be somebody falling down or, or, get, or getting fucked up or, like, tripping and falling or something. And it just shows them <laughs> stumbling through space with that music playing. It's the best that y'all oh, ever seen. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. And That's then, what then, I'm talking about. Then that got mutated into um, bowling. And then it turned into bowling, remember? Like, right. Like, fall down and they would go down the bowling alley <laughs> right well what i'm saying is so the main point i'm making is like like the memes with the uh with the big enough country dude in the sky 
Like it'll start off with like some film footage, and you'll hear the music start trickling in the background. Right, You're right. Like, that oh, build up. Shit, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like as soon as you hear it, like like you just start laughing already because you already know it's about this shit. You know, it's kind of like that. Dave, I know we've said this a lot, but like fucking polar bear MCs was like 10 yeah, years yeah. too early. It was 10. If this is the shit that's, that's blowing up right now, if we were in our mid twenties right now, fuck man. Like, it would, oh, like this, man. Uh, this is what we were basically doing. Like, fuck. Y'all would have, y'all, y'all would have to cost you six, nine asking to be a feature on y'all shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, let's wrap, let's put a button on this one. I, uh, I, I was on board with this one before I knew what it actually was. Yeah. And now that I am, now that I know what it is, I'm, I'm even more on board. Yeah, absolutely. This one's pretty great. <laughs> I'm upset y'all are just now coming to grips with this. I, I'm, I'm disappointed I'm, in myself, to be honest. Man. <laughs> man. You, you still haven't seen that, the last that, Starfighter yet true. either, huh? <laughs> that's ridiculous. That has to be an on... That has to be a live stream Twitch thing. where we. That's how we're going to launch the All Points yeah. West Twitch network, is we're going to do... Will... And Jewish Dave sitting down and watching fucking Last yeah, Starfighter. We're, we're doing us. it. We're doing it. Oh, man. I'm with that. <laughs> I'm with that. All right. Well, where can people get at you? Oh, at me? Uh, well, I'm on Twitter, uh, at Noximus, the pretty petty. Um, I'm on Instagram, at Noximus. You know, see me, my hot girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, what else? I'm on Facebook, you know, Will Hines. Right now I got a, a anime picture of Drake as my... Uh, my profile picture, it's like if you type in Will Hines, I'm within the top 10 because my <laughs> meme game is that dank. You know what I'm saying? So that's, a, check that's out an your boy. That's, that's, that's almost evergreen. That's like about 50% of the time at any given moment, Will probably has Drake as his avatar. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, nobody even questions it. Nobody, it's, like, it's like it's just me already. It's, it's whatever. Right, well, this is Q and Jewish Dave. It's time for Love Hate. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. I asked you to do a simple thing. Every week I do it. Every week I say, All right, Dave, what do you what do you got for Love Hate? Like that, it's I that, didn't think that was it's I that didn't that think that was a defined thing. I thought that was just you talking. It's not defined. It what but what what is defined is not sounding like a simple fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I I never thought of that as a thing that one would say again. I said, intro us into love yeah. and hate. And you threw on some weird rape. Well, First I, of all, you started just doing your I love know, hate. I, and then I, I was, was like, making oh, fun of the idea of there being an intro because I didn't think there was one. <laughs> <laughs> There's nuance to Wait, what we did do, you think Dave. that did you There's, think I was doing that up like as a real intro? Like <laughs> Like, oh, Q, ah, Q's going to love of, this. I'm coming off the top. <laughs> I got a whole new thing. Here's, here's my <laughs> redefining this bit. <laughs> Q's going to fucking love this. <laughs> He's going to love my energy. Because that's what this show's all about. Energy. <laughs> okay, you go. Hey, Q, uh, what do you Watch love? For what, what is <laughs> Why don't you tell me what you love? <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Wonderfully done.
um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what I love is it's it started as a hate, but the more I the more I considered it, the more I, I came mm-hmm. to love it. Um, I'm going to cut in the audio right here of this. MDX is expanding and renovating the SR836 Dolphin Expressway, beginning just west of Northwest 57th Avenue and ending at Northwest 17th Avenue. The capacity and interchange improvements project spans 4.4 miles. The intersections at 57th Avenue, 42nd Avenue or Lejeune Road and 27th Avenue will be completely reconstructed to improve access to the surrounding areas. A diverging diamond interchange or DDI has been proposed for the 57th Avenue and 27th Avenue interchanges. This interchange design has been proven in other parts of the country to significantly improve safety and traffic efficiency as left turns against oncoming traffic are eliminated. MDX so for our listeners, you can't hear what James is laughing his ass off this at, but I encourage you in South to that check it out. That is it's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so imagine a typical overpass or an underpass where so you're driving, you know, freeway, um, you know, green light, you go through or you go to the left lane and, you know, maybe the left lane leads you to, you know, the west, the western, you know, sends you westbound and the, the right lane sends you eastbound. Okay. These two roads, imagine where both of those roads, so sort of these um, tributary roads cross over each other and for the period of time that you're near that you're under the freeway or under the underpass or on the overpass you are crisscrossing traffic and there's no way that makes anything better i'm just like trying to do, I'm, and you're on the wrong side of the road like you're in england for like for maybe this the span of like 500 yards you're in england and then you crisscross back out it looks just, I, I'm sorry, I'm not an urban planning expert. It looks fucking you know, insane. My wife and I were laughing our asses off looking at this, thinking about, number one, you could release this in Omaha. You could release this in St. Paul. You could release this in Evanston. And it would probably be a little bit of a problem. You could release this in Las Vegas, and it would be like, oh, man, this is a disaster. You're releasing it in fucking Miami where not a single person knows how to drive. Dave, I've lived here for 13 years. I forgot how to drive. I go to other cities and you've seen me. You get in the car with me in Nevada where everybody is a human being. I drive like like fucking Logan. I'm like a maniac out there. And because I've been conditioned over the course of the last 13 years living here, I drive like a motherfucking psychopath now. And I can't imagine half a million people like me trying to negotiate this this fucking boondoggle <laughs> I'm, so, I'm scared all i can do is laugh to, you know to, to tie this in with the uh with the with you the memes the two freeways that- are? you know what the two you know what the two exits are that i deal with every uh-huh. single day 27th avenue and 57th avenue those are the two exits that i, I live on 57th lucky q fucking <laughs> Uh, to tie this in with the memes we were just talking about, um, this this right now I feel like the the woman with all the the equations all around her head. You know, <laughs> that's how I feel like watching this. Right? Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> reading the comments. Yeah, I know. Me too. OMG, people in my people in Miami don't even stop at red lights. What makes you think they'll be able to handle this? It's true. There's like they and they show on the promotional video that we just watched. They show a thing where like it's from the driver's perspective, and they like highlight the three do not enter signs. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that those, helps. those aren't gonna that fucking helps. help. That helps. That should hashtag fine. Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> oh my god this is scary oh man well um my main love for the week is we just found out today that that movie i've talked about uh on the show before bus party to hell that i did the main theme song for also a bunch of other music for it um it was just picked up by netflix hulu hbo on demand stars on demand and showtime on demand so it's going to get seen by a lot of fucking people. And uh, I guess in like eight to ten months, I'll uh, come back and tell you if it actually generated any royalties for me, which it sounds like it probably will. Um, you guys got to check yeah, out. So now you'll be able to watch it for free. Party. So uh, that's part of the hell. It'll be on Netflix soon. Well, for the cost of your of your right, of your which you already subscription. have. So, you know, uh, and also my other. Uh, if you don't yeah. have it. My other quick it. love real quick is I saw three great movies this weekend. I'll just tell you what they were. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. And Blind Spotting. So all three are great. I'm hoping to cover all three on piecing it together. Um, so my hate is this uh, writer for the Samantha B show, which <laughs> yes. apparently is still I saw on. Your, uh, your tweet no, f- no fucking idea that this show was still on. I thought that it would like, I didn't know that even I didn't know Conan O'Brien is still <laughs> yeah. on. I can't believe they're still doing. I mean, I have fond memories of Conan O'Brien from a time when I was like a different person. And I think everyone needs to discover uh, Conan though when they're growing up. Um, yeah. Maybe, but this Conan, I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't. Is this I haven't Conan watched the same it. As a Conan I haven't watched yet? it. I, I haven't watched it in like probably ten exactly. years almost. And I, I love Conan, but I never watched it. So this is the head writer, uh, Melinda Traub, or Melinda Taub, head writer for um, Full Frontal with Samantha B. Uh, her her tweet says, um, this is just to say, I have locked Bernie Sanders in a box until the midterms are over, whom you were probably planning to have bitter Twitter fights over, even though Democrats basically agree on things. Forgive me. He is so white and so old. So good. <laughs> just like... I had to highlight this because it's just, first of all, it's so dismissive. I, I mean, the he's so white and so old thing is, I, this is a yeah, white lady. This is a white lady who's, who's no fucking spring chicken. It's not like she's a millennial yeah. or something like that. If she's a millennial, she's like one of those like on the cusp and like barely a millennial <laughs> like you and is like, is like, like crowing about it left and right. But I don't know how old she is. She, she doesn't look young, but, and she's clearly very fucking white. And, um, I just I don't like that like a person who I mean I have my I, I like Bernie Sanders amongst all it's not it's not a surprise that amongst the people who ran for president in 2016 I supported him um I'm not like most people not wedded to Bernie Sanders if it came out tomorrow that he was some weird creep I would not shed a tear I would be like that really sucks for all the progressive ideas that he championed because now they're going to be associated with a weird creep but right. fuck it whatever he hasn't done anything right. wrong. Like this guy <laughs> hasn't done anything yeah. wrong. <laughs> like he's but for some reason he still just has this proactive ire from these, you know, 
like Clinton protege. These and it's people not from who, people on the right. Of them are women, it's only from people in the center. No, it's only from the people yeah. in the center. Yeah, it's weird. It's the people on the right tend to either dismiss Bernie or some of them actually right. kind of like his burn it all down. Yeah, you know, which is the wrong thing right, to take away right. from Bernie Sanders. <laughs> like, that's not what he's trying to say. Like, people are like, yeah, go Bernie, burn it all down. And it's like, that's not what the <laughs> point is. That's the fucking point. Um, but, but yeah, no, it's not the, 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 the viciousness isn't coming from the right. Um, you know, maybe it will. Maybe it will start to, as more progressive and leftist candidates start to get taken more seriously and start to win primaries. The right, motivated as it always is by profit and with its attack dogs sort of primed by money will start to take that threat a little bit more seriously and instead of calling you know ba- uh, people like Barack Obama and uh, Hillary Clinton who are basically moderate republicans instead of calling them socialists they'll actually start tuning in or or, or honing in on on um on people like 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 Sanders and and other progressives and who represent threats to them right maybe but not yet Right now, it's still women like this fucking Melinda Taub, who, again, I, you know, forgive me, he's so white, he's so old. Like, okay, that's really dismissive. And uh, for somebody who's actually been working pretty hard for the country, but whatever, <laughs> I don't care. Everybody is, is free to make fun of anybody. I don't care about that. What I take problem with, what I take issue with is this, even though Democrats basically agree on things, <laughs> you fucking kidding me? That Democrats basically agree yeah, right. on things. We've got fucking Chuck Schumer, who's not, who's who's basically coming out and saying that he's gonna just, you know, allow uh, uh, the uh, Supreme, the SCOTUS pick to to sail through by not using everything at his power. He said literally, "I'm gonna use everything in my power to stop um, to stop this pick from going through," but then refused to say that he would, you know, hold any member, any Democratic members of his caucus accountable for it. And like Democrats don't agree on everything. I'm a Democrat. I am a leftist Democrat, and I don't agree with that. I think we should be obstructing and fighting at every sure. fucking turn. And I think that that if uh, if if Heidi Heitkamp votes yes in the next session on um, on Kavanaugh, then she should find herself without any funding or without any of the uh, the warm embrace of the 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 uh, Democratic Senate Congressional or Senate and Congressional Committee. Um, I think that anybody like that should should be uh, drummed out of the fucking uh, of the um, of the party, and people will say, "Oh, but then we lose our majority." Really? Do we do, do are our chances at a majority? But do we have a chance at a majority if one of the people who represents the majority is Heidi Heitkamp? She's just a fucking Republican. Same thing with Joe Manchin. He's just a fucking Republican. He's never going to be a part of. The larger caucus. He's never going to be a part of the 51 or 52 or 53 Democrats that we in some imaginary world would ever be able to scrounge up in the Senate. So that's bullshit. That's the part of her tweet that I take the most problem with. And and also just like, come on, man. The Samantha B show can't be good, <laughs> can't right? Imagine. So, Dave, what's okay. your hate for the week? Um, so my hate, and you know keeping it with movies for, for this week. Um, my hate is that Netflix just up and decided out of nowhere that it was going to offer a bunch of money and buy the rights to 
the new movie Mowgli, which is uh, Andy Serkis's directorial debut. Um, it was supposed to be a big major movie. It's a retelling of the Jungle Book, basically going back to the original source material to be like, you know, the, the, the typical darker reboot thing, which is kind of silly when you think about it. But still, it looked really good. And Andy Serkis is awesome. So I was really looking forward to seeing it in a theater. Um but that's not going to happen now. And it's not so much that I'm worried about Mowgli. It's more so that this sounds like a really bad trend that I think is we're going to start seeing a lot more. Um, we started the year off with something like this with the Cloverfield Paradox. Um, but that has been pretty proven to have been more a case of they dumped it on Netflix because they knew that it was going to be you know a total right. bomb. And so they just got a quick buck for it. Uh, this Mowgli case is actually... They think it's going to be good, and Netflix wanted a blockbuster for their 2019 lineup. And uh, so they just paid a shitload of money, and it's now going to be a Netflix exclusive. And I I think this is just a really bad sign of things to come. Um, you know, obviously, movie theaters are, you know, having plenty of trouble on their own. They didn't need this extra thing to come in and try to fuck up the whole party for people like me who still love going to the movies so much. I know you probably don't care at all because you hate going to the movie theater, but uh, no. But it is true that, um, like, it is true that I, I remember a few years ago somebody told me that about one of the main decision points that Netflix executives take when they're um, considering, like, what? What? I, I gotta say. Don't know how much discretion goes into this based on how much fucking shit gets greenlit at Netflix, but apparently there's stuff that they apparently there are things that they turn down, and um, from, <laughs> I, I'll just have to take people's word on it. But one of the things is uh, whether or not the visual aesthetic will work with streaming. So it, it, what that basically means is, yeah. can it look shitty? Sure. Can it look good? Shitty, right? Isn't it that sure the main thing? <laughs> like it's it's whether. Yeah, but this is surprising to me because the Jungle Book seems like it would be, it won't look good, shitty. It would right. look it, shitty, shitty. Based on the trailer, it's supposed to be a beautiful yeah. Based on the trailer movie. that came out of, uh, I, I forget if it was Comic Con or if it was the other thing that just happened, but the trailer looked fucking fantastic, like really great effects, and it looked really well acted by the kid who's playing the main role. And I mean, you know, Andy Serkis is, you know, with all the animals and everything, you know, he's like the best motion capture artist in the entire world. So I'm sure the animals would have been all awesome and everything. Um, it, by all means, this should be like a big movie, you know, um, just doesn't seem like the right kind of place for it to happen. This Reed Hastings, the CEO, I, I think he like pretty clearly like, I don't know why, but he has a thing against movie theaters. Like, he seems to want to be a part of the downfall of movie theaters. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess, model. I guess that's what it comes model. down to. His it's, just, it's just business, but. Right, because there has to be a point where he needs to, he needs to infringe on other territory. Like, he can only beat up right. cord television yeah. for so long. Like, he, there has to be a point where he's like, you know, going after yeah. another space. Like there has to be another space that he that he targets, and movie theaters are ripe for disruption. I mean, they're they're dying, they're dying business model. Like the people, I, I don't think I, I think people are still going to them, but the 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 um, cost of acquisition of a new customer yeah. is very high, and the um, and also the uh, what do you call it the uh, the like the cost to support 
a customer is is yeah. higher than it used to be. I mean, the margins are are getting. I mean, I don't, I'm not an expert on the movie industry, but you tell me if I'm wrong, right? The margins oh, are way thinner for movie theaters absolutely. than they yeah. ever. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't think the studios make as much off of it either anymore. It's like the money just seems to be really spread out. I don't I don't know who exactly makes the money anymore. Um, yeah, but you know, and it like. As, as a theater lover myself, it's like, you know, I, I definitely recognize that, that that's the truth and that it just is what it is. Um, but, you know, we certainly don't need some fucking evil billionaire trying to <laughs> trying to add to the uh, to the problem. You know. Yeah, every yeah. billionaire is evil, though, <laughs> when you think about it, all of them. Oh, yeah. So everybody. uh don't forget to subscribe to the show, rate and review us on iTunes. Also, make sure you subscribe to my podcast, Piecing It Together, and also uh, subscribe to Entre Dose. And uh, what, what do they got going on on Entre Dose this week? Um, this week, they are going to have a uh, interview with Jorge Argueta, who has a um, who's the author of many beautiful children's books. Uh, one of the ones more recently is. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode or not. Somo como los nubes, which is we're like the clouds. Um, so that is about Central American children and their voyage north to try to find asylum or to immigrate or to cross the border uh, into the United States. It was a very prescient book that was released two years ago and obviously is you know right at the core of a lot of news today. But it was back then, too. So, um, you know. He he's a he he's an author who's actually experienced that and worked with the children who um who go through that experience and uh you know trying to educate them and trying to like you know work with them to help them read and so they're gonna be they they're gonna be talking with with uh, this award winning um, very well known author Jorge Argueta and uh, tune in for that sounds good and also I just want to give a quick shout out my uh, my new VR music video is out it's called palindrome 360 it's on YouTube it's gonna be on other VR sites soon too uh, make sure you get if you have some kind of VR headset make sure to uh, go check it out because it's awesome